This is an O'Reilly Media Podcast. I'm John Bruner. Today we'll be talking about delivering meaningful insights to your users through data and analytics. And if you're interested in this topic, you should join our live webcast coming up on July 18th. It's called Make Your Data Over the Counter, presented by O'Reilly and Jaspersoft. There's a link to the webcast available in the show notes that accompany this podcast episode. My guest today is Stuart Rogers. He's the Director of Product Management at Lambda Solutions. Welcome, Stuart. Good to have you on. Uh, thank you. It's nice to uh, meet you. Happy to be here. So uh, before we begin, just uh, tell us briefly what Lambda Solutions does. Sure. We're an e-learning technology provider. Been in business for about 12 years and you know evolved quite a bit since when we originally started. But uh, our core today is, uh, core product we offer today is based around learning management system. And we provide all the services, technology, hosting, training, product around that. So um, you're an authority on using uh, data and analytics inside the applications that you build. Um, how, tell us a little bit about sort of the way that you, uh, that you use data and analytics when you're starting to build a new, a new product. Sure. So, I mean, there's always, from a product management perspective, there's always kind of two angles to this. So from a product and customer perspective, we didn't have to look too far to find that the biggest challenge for most of our customers was reporting mm -hmm. uh, and the and the complaints complaints frustrations <laughs> challenges generally ranged from you know not being able to do the type of reports they wanted not being able to share it the way they want to it not being able to visualize it the way they want to um and yeah, just generally not being able to get to where they need to get to. The other angle from it, from my perspective, is having analytics to be able to track all the different things that uh, people are doing in product, right? So mm -hmm. who's, and from this perspective, who's running which reports, who, how long do they take, which buttons are they clicking, all those, all those kind of things. So product management's fairly tuned into all things analytics-based because it's usually a leading requirement from our customers, but it's also something we use a lot day-to-day -to, -day to help us make decisions. So you've got analytics that, uh, that you're using in, in your role as a product manager and that your um, customers use to actually understand the ways that their organizations use your product. Yeah, so our customers are using it. They deliver online learning. They're using analytics to get insights into that. How many, how often, who, what do they like, what do they not like? Uh, so they're using that. I'm using it on the back end to see see what they're doing, just to track, oh, mm -hmm. new feature in, they're using it, not using it, new report in, they're running it, they're not running it, that kind of thing. So, I mean, it sounds like your product then really competes on the the quality of the analytics that you're providing to your to your customers in terms of sort of reporting abilities and ways that they can understand their own usage of the of the product. Yeah, and we, we really started when we first started going down this path, we really wanted to take a different approach towards it. Um, and so a lot of the options today are out of the box, reports and dashboards. Use our service. These are all the great reports you get. We didn't necessarily want to go down that path. We wanted to go down a different path and say, here's all your data. Here's all the capabilities you need to access and analyze it and share it. Where do you want to start? Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's really worked for us. And this is almost an accurate number, but 99% of our customers have taken a report we provided because we do give them some out of the box as templates. 99% of them take it and modify it to make it their own. We've only one customer that runs something we provide out of the box as it is. So yeah. that's the angle we've kind of come at is less more about these are the templates you get, but it's more what questions you have. Let's work together to, to get there. And by the way, here's all your data and all the capabilities to do that on your own if you want. 
Uh, so our listeners are always uh, interested in the subject of digital transformation, and that you know that's a pretty broad uh, term, but it means often taking an existing thing and digitizing it or using insights from data in a new way that you didn't have before. Uh, in the case of your products, are analytics something that you've added uh, recently to existing products uh, by way of sort of transforming them? Yeah, so this so we're about two years into our analytics journey. Mm -hmm. um, the old the old model was very much just kind of pure report based here here's an opportunity to export some of your data um, and so we've we've built it out using Jaspersoft to give them you know more reach more richer different visual insights that they weren't be, weren't able to get before so charts and dashboards and mm -hmm. embedded things how did it change the product once you once you started to build that stuff in did it sort of speed up the product development uh, life cycle uh, I, I would say that it's had less impact on it's had less impact on the, on our development cycle. I mean, it certainly gave us a great benefit by having uh, you know a, a rich, powerful engine that we could easily embed into our product. And, and JasperSoft's been great because we we get to white label and embed it uh, and embed it from a couple different perspectives so that people don't really know what's running in the in the background. Um, so from that perspective, you know, being able to pick an off the shelf solution that fit nicely into our solution really helped kind of accelerate that development side of things. Mm -hmm. um, from our customer's perspective, uh, there's always a, a bit of a mix of reactions to it when they see it. So it's changed the way we've been able to demonstrate the full solution. Mm -hmm. So we get to make it much more analytics-based from the top. Like, oh, great, you want a learning management system? Look at all these great dashboards you can build based on all this online learning you're doing. And so it changes the reaction to that you know, kind of sort of standard demo they might see, but we get mixed reactions to that. So if anybody shows up and it's kind of their first time through a learning management system they've never done before, they're looking at a bunch of options, they almost expect it to work the way we present it now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and so they're like, oh, great, perfect, check the box. And then we've got <laughs> others who, and this is probably more, but others who are coming from an, an older learning management system because it's, it's a fairly established uh, solution in the market. And so we get a lot of people that are looking to switch. And reporting is one of the leading reasons why they're switching. And so when they show up and we show them this great reporting you know, interface and how easy it is to build reports and all the different insights they can get, they're blown away because their challenges they have with their current system is, in most cases, the leading reason why they're switching. So to be able to wow them uh, is quite, uh, quite satisfying from my perspective. <laughs> so um, you mentioned that you're using uh, Jaspersoft as your sort of analytics uh platform within your product when you went through the yes. process of of um you know picking a, an analytics platform for the product what were the the main features that uh you felt were important in that process yeah so our background is open source just technology so that was a, a key a key thing for us it wasn't wasn't a it wasn't the thing but it was a key piece to it the other and then we were kind of just looking for sort of the regular checkbox type things right i can build whatever reports i want it's easy to access the data uh, lots of different chart options you know lots of different analytic capabilities i can build a library as a single sign on like there's a whole bunch of kind of things that i think were fairly standard but the piece that really made jaspersoft stand out for us uh, you know, sort of apart from they've been really great to work with, and that was very evident through the sales cycle. Um, the other piece that really stood out was the embedding. Mm -hmm. uh, and so their visualized.js framework, which is still growing, but that but that was a big differentiator for us, the ease well, the ease at which we're able to let customers design their own reports and embed those reports into their own personal learning management system. Mm -hmm. uh, 
that's that's unique. That was the piece that won us. Let's drill down a little bit more into uh, into embedding as a you know a, a critical sort of part yeah. of your value. What what what's the importance of that for the customer? Is it that they get to sort of um, you know own the uh, the presentation and and turn it into whatever product they want on on their end? Yeah, like I said, ninety nine percent of our customers really like the the ability to take maybe an existing report or or, to, or build their own and make it look exactly the way they want. They have very specific requirements. I don't know exactly where all these, why they're so specific, but they have very <laughs> specific requirements. I need this field, they're labeled this way and sorted this way. And so they they really like that. And then for them to take that and embed that into the learning management platform, where they need to put it for the people to access it that are supposed to access it and have very simple kind of drag and drop type control over how they make that work has been really, really important to them. And trying to think if there's another piece I wanted to add to that. But that's that's been critical. We've I guess with legacy learning management systems, we, you know, you get some general comments that, oh, if I want to see all of this data in one place, I've got to actually click into every course. If somebody's <laughs> in 10 courses, I click into 10 courses to see all that. And so we're able to pull all that information into a nice single report, put it on the homepage. They can just click the link and download it from there. Right. And so that, you know, it's it's helped their even even though it's just kind of oh, a simple embedded report, it's it's helped the overall user experience for the the entire platform for them. It sounds like you're you're talking about sort of a reflection of like the democratization of data and analytics as well that more and more people are um you know involved in tasks that that require the insight of of analytics and being able to set up your own reports to make your own conclusions about things. Yeah. And we've definitely we've definitely given our customers control over their data and they they really appreciate that. And I think there's a few things coming in the future that we'll be able to do that'll that'll even let them roll it out even a little bit broader. I think some, for some of them, it might scare them <laughs> on, uh -huh. on what they're going to be able to let their end users do in the future. But others are quite excited by some of the opportunities. And I, I don't know if they're necessarily all thinking about kind of the democratization of data as a as a thing. But I think I think it's kind of one of those things where they don't know that's a problem yet. And and but when it becomes a problem, we're going to be ready for it. And and uh, we're, we're quite excited by that. So you're in this interesting position as a product manager where uh, you not only have sort of user personas who are, you know, using your product, but you have users who are using your product who have their own users who are looking at the, you know, embedded uh, data presentations and so on and, and who are using the, the learning products. How do you how do you think about that as a as a product manager? How do you like it? It seems like it's this crazy pyramid of of users, and you need to uh, enable each level of of users to manage their own products for the users underneath them. Yeah, it's and from our perspective, so quite often, sort of one of my key user personas is is the learning management administrator. So that's the person that needs to answer all the hard technical questions about their platform. So mm -hmm. that's typically sort of my direct my direct user, that's who we sell to and, and who's the key user. They're then generally supporting their broader audience uh, within the learning system. Uh, and so when we first started down this path and we did some, uh, you know, open it all up, here's all your data, here's all the capabilities, uh, you know, they were one over there like, oh, this is great. And then it was, okay, now you're gonna have to share these reports with people. And we had a, a robust scheduler, they could schedule reports, but they really wanted to let people run their own reports, but they didn't want to introduce another whole system. So that's where the embedding piece came in. But that that's quite a diverse audience that we don't, while we have a little bit of insight into, we don't have a lot of control over. And so, and because of the broad set of industries that we support, in some cases, that next level is a student or a learner. Some day, some cases, it's a parent. Some cases, a teacher, a manager, or uh, even in some scenarios where 
the might be an organization selling learning content to multiple organizations, kind of a, a B2B type model. And then they want those organizations to have control over all the data that they see within their organization. And so there's quite a bit of, um, quite a, quite a, quite a level of varieties, as, as you mentioned, and I don't have a lot of insight into them, but they also need a lot of control over who has access to what data. And so that's mm-hmm. another kind of underlying piece that's been super critical for us is you want to design a report, you want to share that report with many people, but those many people only see the data they're supposed to. We had right. one customer migrate themselves from the old way of doing it, where they had 700 versions of the effectively the same report. <laughs> and every time they added a new customer or added a new course, they had to replicate it 30 to 40 times. And so now we were able to move them to a single report that they share with all of their customers. And then if they add a course, it's automatically there. If they need to add it to a new person, they automatically see it's just their data. And so that was a huge time saving for them. And mm-hmm. again, very specific requirements that are nicely embedded into their into their platform. So the end users don't know anything's different other than they have a new, simpler way to run the report. Right, right. But there's uh, underlying it a much more sophisticated appreciation of who's using it and what their permissions are. Yeah. So as you see people sort of... Uh, you know, using data and analytics. So your your immediate users, the the learning managers who are kind of um, creating, building these reports and so on. Um, do you see them kind of uh, you know putting together a dashboard and then letting it run, or are they diving in and making a lot of ad hoc queries and sort of uh, you know scanning through the data and trying to make quick inferences on the fly? Yeah, it's a good question. I think um, it's one of the interesting things for us going through this um, when we started down the path. Every demo we do leads with dashboards. Look at these awesome dashboards. You can mm-hmm. create single dashboard, pull all these different insights into it, and, and they're they're really excited by it. Um, but one of the usage patterns we noticed fairly quickly was nobody nobody on day one jumped in and created a bunch of dashboards. They were all kind of migrating from either reports, sort of the single table views, single data point table views, and they kind of needed to replicate those fairly quickly. And then they had a couple other on their list. And that's kind of the first phase for people is migrating from the other way or the old way or, or their enable two ways into kind of a handful of reports, reports that are scheduled, reports that are embedded, reports that they just run run ad hoc. Um, they still in the back of their head have this idea of dashboards, but haven't quite, I don't think they've quite got their head kind of wrapped around what what does that mean? Who's going to use it? Where do they put it? Now, one of the barriers to that, which we which we believe was introducing a reporting solution that's effectively an add-on to their platform. They don't want to introduce a new platform to people to see data, which is why the embedding is so critical. So we're working now to give them the opportunity to design reports and then embed it back into the LMS, like actually, like, sorry, design dashboards and embed it into the LMS. And so so now they're thinking about going to be thinking about that because of the ease for them to be able to design something and share it with a large audience and have them only see the data they're supposed to see will be critical and to do that within their existing learning platform. So we're building some things in that hopefully gets that ready by the end of the summer. Um, and I think that's going to change the way they use dashboards because it'll make it easier for them to share it with people when they need to share it. Right. So let's let's look off into the future a little bit. Um, thinking of your most sophisticated users who might be leading the way in the way that uh, people uh, make use of analytics and data, what do you see them doing? And how do you think this this kind of general field of of data and analytics and the kind of work that you're doing specifically might evolve in the next couple of years? Yeah, from a technical perspective, I, I feel like I've got quite a bit of the pieces in place that I already need. 
um, when I think about the people that are kind of further, furthest down the analytics sort of maturity model, uh, there's a couple of things where I, th- I think they're going to want to get better at, and that's developing more insights that allow them to deliver more effective learning. So there's a, you know, the general phrase in the industry is learning effectiveness. So using data to better understand how their learners are, you know, kind of what state they're in when they start, what state they're in when they finish the course, and then understanding the complete journey throughout that. So a lot of our customers start with what I just describe as sort of administration type reports, who's done what, when, who's mostly done kind of thing. And so I think I think they're just going to get more sophisticated in the type of analysis they're doing. So they're going to look more deeply at trends and potential outcomes and, and try to use some of that for I hesitate to use predictive type things, but that's what they think that is, is just, right. oh, if, if A, B, and C, then this person's likely to struggle. Mm-hmm. That's kind of not true predictive, but that's kind of what they're thinking of that is. So th- there's a little bit around that where I think through the next couple of years, we'll see more and more people want to do that kind of stuff and we'll support them through that. And I think I've got the technical pieces in place already to facilitate that. The other one where we're starting to see some traction with is integration to other data points. So even just something as simple, you know, specifically for organizations that are selling learning to to another audience, they have a CRM in place. So mm-hmm. most common is Salesforce. So how do I, how can I integrate my learning data, my Salesforce data? And we've got some of those pieces in place too. And so we're starting to get some of those questions. Now it could be Salesforce, it could be even some other internal system, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. an accounting system or, or who knows, who knows what. And being able to blend multiple data points together to produce more of a, higher level kind of business outcome type type report. So I think for the most part, I've got most of the technical pieces in place. We're going more and more down the road of embedding different pieces and give them more control over who has access to what data, when they have access to it. Um, and, and kind of the last piece that we're working on that is, is in, in context. So making sure that they can put data on the, make sure they can put the data on the on the page when the person needs it at that particular point. And so just helping them through that kind of stuff. And so putting more technical pieces in place to support them with that goal. So as they get more sophisticated, you have to give them uh, better tools and more sophisticated tools and, and keep them moving along. Yeah. And, and, and the other piece to complement that is just as, you know, just be a support channel for them, right? Because I, you know, I always hesitate to say reporting is easy. Mm-hmm. While we've made it more accessible and, and a little bit faster, Reporting is still a challenge, and so they they really appreciate having having us in the background to support them. So so even developing our own maturity on, on and trying to stay ahead of the curve of what they might ask for tomorrow is something we're we're working on. Stuart, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. If uh, listeners want to find you on the internet and take a look at what you're doing, um, where should they look? Yeah, so you can always check out our website lambdasolutions.net. Uh, that's kind of the overview page. But if you want to jump into the analytics piece, you can find it under products and reporting and analytics. Uh, and product name is Zula, Z-O-O-L-A. So you can check that out. And then if you're looking for me, I'm at, uh, I'm on Twitter at Stuart Rogers, at Stuart Rogers. Terrific. Stuart Rogers is the Director of Product Management at Lambda Solutions. Stuart, thanks for speaking with us today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks a lot for this. If you want to learn more about how to deliver meaningful data and insights to your users, be sure to tune in to our webcast on July 18th, co-hosted by O'Reilly Media and Jaspersoft. For a link to that July 18th webcast, just check the show notes that accompany this podcast episode. With O'Reilly Media, I'm John Bruner.